Welcome to Gen Z Girlies, the podcast designed specifically for Gen Z women and non-binary folk. This is the place where you can grow your confidence and learn about how to build careers and lives that you'll love. Here you can join a community where we sit down with other Gen Zers who are leveraging their interests and talents to make waves. I'm Maddie Baldwin, your host, your biggest supporter, and your advocate that whatever you can dream, you can do. And this, this is Gen Z Girlies. Hey guys, so this is Maddie Baldwin with the Gen Z Girlies podcast, and today we have Sydney Scheller on the episode, which I'm so excited for this conversation, Um, but I'll go ahead and just let her introduce herself and kind of tell you a little bit about what she does, um, and then we'll get started with the interview. So yeah, Sydney, if you want to take it away. Awesome. Yeah, my name is Sydney Scheller. I uh, currently am a campaign specialist with Long Haul Management. We are a talent management, influencer management agency. Um, I've been doing this for almost a year now, which is crazy. Um, Originally from Louisville, Kentucky. Um, I think that, like, I, what else would you like to know? Because there's a lot. I could talk for hours about my favorite subject, me. Yeah, no, that's perfect, Sydney. I mean, that's what we're here to talk about, right? Awesome. Um, Yeah, no, but that's, like, great. I would just, like, I guess within that, like, if you had to give, like, one aspect of your life that you feel like kind of defines you, like, if someone was thinking, like, oh, Sydney Scheller, she does this, she's this, like, what, what, like, what would you say that would be? Yeah, I think it's hard to define one. Um, yeah, definitely. I'm a three on the Enneagram, so I chameleon into anybody Love I'm around. a good Enneagram reference. It's so fun. <laughs> um, it's my entire personality is loving the Enneagram. But I think right now everyone sees me in social media, which is very bizarre because I was never the girl who was going to be in social media. I was the girl that was going to go work PR corporate for Qdoba. Like, I was going to be the office girl, the corporate girl, and now I'm the work-from-home social media girly that's on TikTok and has, like, 4,200 followers as of this morning, which is very exciting. That's super exciting. Uh, i try to pass that benchmark for too long, <laughs> uh, which means nothing with the people I work with. They've got, like, you know, millions, but... But I think it's, right but it's now, exciting yeah. on your level. Yeah, no, Oh, it's definitely. so exciting. It's yeah. officially like micro-influencer status, which oh, is fun. Oh, that's awesome. Um, but I think a lot of people look at me and see the social media girl. I get a lot of questions from friends being like, hey, how do you do TikTok? How do you do Instagram? Like, don't do Instagram. It's the worst. <laughs> um, <laughs> Very so, fair. Jesus and social media. Those are my two big qualities, I okay. think, these days. Yeah. yeah, no, those are great. So, like, talking about social media, like, I know you just said that, like, you – didn't ever think that you were going to like get into social media like how how did that come about like what happened to make you turn to social media or yeah like how did that happen I mean I can make the joke about it that's like haha I was insecure but um as a career very different thing than me getting on it my mom didn't let me have Facebook or Instagram or anything growing up okay yeah so I got on Instagram, I think, sophomore year of high school, which was way too late in terms of when all of our friends were getting on yeah, social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a Tumblr, though. And okay, I, I never had a Tumblr, Tumblr, but I always wanted one. Ah, <laughs> I had one little post go, like, semi, not even viral. It just got, like, thousands of re- 
blogs. I mean, I feel like that counts as viral to me. I know. <laughs> yeah. At 15, that was viral right. to me. It was oh, no, like course, about the yeah. Pretty Little Liars finale. It was my whole personality back then, so I was so thrilled. Oh, Pretty Little Liars. Such, Such a classic. Good show. Such a good show. Speaking of social media. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Watch it. Yes. HBO Max. <laughs> plug. I don't know if we can say that. Well, don't we will. We us. are. We Sponsor are. us, HBO Max. <laughs> so, you know, I didn't, I didn't care really about being myself on social media Mm. i got a facebook to get in our facebook group freshman year okay and then kind of just started loving the curation of instagram yeah and i was never good at it but i thought i was so there were a lot of people in college that were very very good at it and i was trying to be like right right and that wasn't working because it's not authentic and then I got on TikTok during quarantine, like I think a lot of people did. I feel like that was when it really picked up, totally, right? Yeah, totally. no, definitely. It became less of like the kids dancing app and more of the like everything else app. Yeah. And I loved it. Um, I had a friend call it ADHD the app. It is ADHD the app. <laughs> okay. Um, it's, fan- it's fantastic. So I, when I started looking for a career post-grad something literally just to pay the bills I started just looking at jobs that included this silly little dancing app because I loved it so much and figured you know they always say do what you know and that is all I knew I was good at so I think I kind of became this like slightly TikTok expert and I'm about to rattle off a lot of things. No, so and I think you, me, I think but... you should own that. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, there's not people that can like really get yeah. a following. So I mean, like, it's fun. And you do it's that for so a living. I think you can fun. definitely call yourself an expert. Oh, yes. it's so yeah. fun. But I also too, in my research in undergrad, um, right, fell in love with social media influencing and the like as a concept and as a research field. So I was actually published in a social media Congratulations. textbook. That's Thank amazing. You. Yeah. Super fun. Uh, it was junior to senior year. So this okay. is when you're not doing research as a you know bachelor's candidate. You're doing research as a master's and doctoral candidate. Right. So the fact that I was even considered is startling. But I was studying megachurch pastors as social media influencers. So trying to compare the two and say, hey, is this how we should be acting? on social media as Christians, but also as leaders. How does leadership work? How does authority work on social media? Uh, specifically on, I did that study on Twitter and Instagram, but really on, on TikTok, studied a lot of parasocial relationships and how you kind of feel like you're friends with these celebrities that aren't celebrities and how does that work? Yeah. So really, really loved that idea and what was kind of going into that. So ended up working in it. Which is very interesting. Yeah. No, yeah. Sydney, I love that story. That's like, I think that's like one of my like favorite things is just really seeing like, seeing like what people do in their careers and their jobs, but like even more than that, like what the journey is that took them on it, especially for, I think especially for like Gen Z people mm-hmm. um, that it's just, it just feels so hard sometimes right now to like really find like the correct like footholding yeah. or like getting up or like what that looks like. So I think it's just so helpful too to like hear how other people have climbed right. not necessarily climbed the ladder because I don't know if I love that idea but like but gone into the space and like yeah. moved up that way if that makes sense yeah yeah it's yeah. interesting I think that our generation is no longer working on a linear 
Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. You know, so when we say climbing the ladder, I also agree. I don't, I don't want to be climbing any corporate no, ladder. No, so I'm like, why you would know? I like if I'm this good? Like, right. why do I have to start at the bottom? Yeah, exactly. Why would I bother when I know what I want? And I think we're now in this world because of social media in particular, where you're not tied to kind of what our parents were, where you're like an engineer, an accountant, a lawyer, a doctor, a PR professional right. for corporate America. You know, you don't have, like, five jobs. Like, we have different paths that are actually, right. like, where maybe, like, five, ten years ago even let, were either non-existent or were, would have been considered, like, super risky or right. anything. And, like, and things that we yeah. didn't consider were jobs. Like, none of us. Like, TikTok didn't exist, no. like, five years ago, did it? Not no. A, no. Not at all. Yeah. And not even in the way. I think that, that COVID specifically made TikTok what it is. Yes. That's, we were that's all a stuck whole at thing. Home it's trying like, to create content. Would it have been as big of a thing if we didn't have COVID? That's, I mean, that's a right. whole question within itself. But like, just how our like social structures and like what yeah. we are doing in our lives like contribute to the tech and app things that we're using. Right? I guess, yeah, exactly. You know, and not to go into this big social yeah, media this rant. Little, <laughs> this is a little but, rant. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. It's really, really interesting. This industry because it puts everyone on the same playing field. Exactly. I can. You know, last week I flipped out online, got two interviews on it, nothing that I usually get. But I was so excited because I was telling my silly little audience that I adore so deeply. They're so great. I love them so much. That now three of my favorite indie musicians follow me. Yes, I saw, I saw that. I saw that you yeah, posted something about this. That's yeah. not normal to be able to, like, send Scott Mulvihill a TikTok video I find funny. I shouldn't be allowed right. to do that. Like the way that it's these bizarre. apps have like creating crazy connections that we've never yeah. really had the ability to have before. It is completely level yeah. the playing field, which is very, very cool. So that's kind yeah. of how I'm in this and why I'm in it. It's yeah. Like, you can be special and important for doing literally nothing, which has its own pitfalls that we can exactly. have a whole yeah. other podcast about, right. let alone an episode. But No, that's so interesting. Yeah. To hear just kind of like how you got into that and like why it's really – yeah. Um, important to you and like why you love doing it but yeah it's so, like within that like so I know that you said like you love social media just both for like yourself and then also for your job so you said you're did you say campaign specialist or what I am it? a campaign specialist, campaign specialist. that's specialist. my title okay. um I Dan if you're listening to this uh don't judge how I described the job you gave me I appreciate <laughs> you so deeply so what I tell people is I broker brand deals, okay, which is probably the worst way to describe what we do and the most simplistic way to describe what we do. But I essentially work with major brands whose names I cannot say, but I love everyone so deeply at these brands. They're all very lovely people. Um, we get Our sales team gets these brand deals for our influencers, and then they get passed on to me to work with our talent to create these really incredible pieces right. of content. I mean, the stuff these kids are doing. I say kids, they're all my age. But, but no, the I know, stuff I know these exactly kids are mean. doing yeah. is so cool. It's so cool. They're doing such great work. So I help them create whatever they're going to create. We brainstorm. They do it. They send it to me. I send it back to the brand. They give us feedback. And we go like this a couple rounds okay. sometimes of edits. Sometimes things get approved right away. And then they go up. But once they're approved my job then becomes making sure these posts go up correctly. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So making sure the right hashtags are used. We work with the FTC guidelines a lot. So the Federal Trade Commission scares me deeply. Okay. If you don't acknowledge something as a brand deal correctly, 
a especially on Instagram because TikTok hasn't decided that they work within the bounds of the law yet. But when they do, <laughs> perfect. When okay, they do, right, it's right, going right. to be a disaster. <laughs> but for now, uh, it's a little more. Um, it's a little more green in the space, but it's also just a little more loose and no one knows what they're doing. But on Instagram in particular, if you don't disclose that this is a paid partnership using the paid partner labels, saying hashtag ad, doing all of the stuff in a post, Instagram can ban you from the platform really? if you do it enough times. Interesting. Then, okay. I never like I knew that those like yeah. labels were there, but I wasn't fully aware that it is so yeah it was like a legal yeah yeah the ftc if you don't disclose that it was a paid partnership that you were paid to to promote this product can fine you fifty thousand dollars every time you do it wrong okay if you use like uncopyrighted if you use copyrighted music on a post it can be up to a hundred thousand dollar fine from shoot just like the big three like record companies it is insane so there's like so much like legal yes yeah, so you have to use copyright free well. music yeah. you have to say, disclose that you're like promoting a product tiktok actually just came out with paid partner labels so we're having to deal with that it's very interesting okay but there's a lot of legal nonsense that do goes you on. yeah so like with that do you um so like when you're working like with your job and everything like especially with all these like legal parts to it do you feel like that like stifles your creativity at all like do you feel like it's really about organization or creativity or like why did you get into it and do you feel like you still have that aspect or yeah like what are your feelings around that part of it great question um it's difficult it's a very difficult job it's not for the faint of heart by any means the hours are crazy the people are crazy Everyone's crazy. It's okay. L.A. You know, I'm working in L.A. from right. the Louisville area, okay, which we, okay, okay. all of us Louisville kids effectively call rem- L.A. Yeah, and you're remote, right? And remote. Which um, we love a new remote era. I know. It's, it's so great. It's fascinating. It also means you can't ever turn off. So I'm not working it's a traditional true. 9 to 5, okay. which is very, very hard. A lot of people, and I'm sure we'll get into this later, have asked me, like, if I could have just a traditional job in an office, would right. I? Yeah. Okay. I, I love my job. I love these people. But... Yeah, if we were in an office and I could leave my work computer at, at the office you can at 6 p.m., like, I'd peace out so okay. quick. I'm always interested what people have yeah. to say about remote work because I work remotely and, like, I could never work in an office. Yeah. But, like, I have a lot of friends that are also hate working remotely. Yeah. So, yeah. I think the hardest part of it isn't necessarily the set hours of being in an office because, like, if you work at Google, you don't have set hours. You're there all day. They want right. you to be all there, there right. all day. But – the part of it that's hard for me is not being able to build as much rapport with your coworkers. Gotcha. So, so you're you seeing them when mm-hmm. there's a fire to put out, when there's a check-in to have for 10 minutes, or an all-staff meeting right. over Zoom. Zoom fatigue, I didn't know was real. I oh my was goodness. making fun of everybody during the pandemic. I yeah. was like, this is stupid. I love video calls. Like, get over yourself. Yeah, but now I'm like, oh, oh my man, it's, it's bad. It's brutal. Because you're not interfacing the way we're built to as humans, you're right. interfacing like over in a two, yeah, in two, di- two dimensions yeah, and no. it's not healthy um, and it's not sustainable. And I think we will see eventually a move back to the office. It just may not be the traditional office hmm. that we're used to. I think what it will end up being, and this is the hottest take I have, is that a lot more co-working spaces will pop up. I love a good co-working space. I've used them a lot and I found that for like, well, sorry, not to like. No, Jump you're in on your question, but like you and I both work in coffee shops. Exactly, constantly. love a good coffee shop, love a good co-working space. Because like I work remotely, but even like you're saying, like I would, I love working remotely, but yeah. would find myself craving like 
human I connection. Yes, like human connection. And like, I can't just sit in my room. Like, I just no. like start to go crazy because I just am like, I'm a pretty like yeah. extroverted person. I think we're going to see this movement in Gen Z of having an office that's with your friends. So it doesn't like everyone working in the same industry right, right, right. and sharing industry best practices with each other during their work day, but not your coworkers. Right. Which is interesting and weird and bizarre and something our parents don't get. That is, it's almost like, I mean, different, but like like we were saying with like TikTok, with like TikTok creating all these like new connections mm-hmm. that we could never have before. Yeah. How like we're going to start having like these crazy like, if we, like, do move to, like, more of that, you mm-hmm. know, like, co-working space, like, crazy cross-industry connections. Like, yeah. Where, yeah, like, we might not be working every day with the people that are, like, at our job or even in our same industry, but are, like, right? all of a sudden, like, that's just, I, that's actually a great point. I hadn't even really yeah. thought about that, Sydney. So, like, yeah, that's kind of blowing my mind right now. It's just, fascinating. Like, it's absolutely yeah, fascinating. super fascinating. And kind of exciting. Yeah. Like, I love that idea. And, like, it's just, yeah, I think it will... I think it'll promote a lot of good things. I'm guessing and honestly growth because I think that like especially even in work, like with anything we can like start to get in like an echo chamber. But like yeah. even with like our work, like it just it starts to become like hard to like have any growth, you yeah. know? Yeah. So that's like super exciting just for like the future of the workplace and like what work is going to look like for sure. Um, yeah. So like within that and like with what your like position and job like looks like now um and just kind of like with what you've learned and you said you've been in the position about a year a year and a half you said about a year it'll be a year at the end of november okay, so like so eight months yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah which is like honestly i feel like a lifetime now yeah it's like especially just i mean i think we're also just moving away from like the whole like everyone works someplace for like 15 years or 10 years like I'm like now like working someplace for a year is like is an accomplishment yeah it is is definitely yeah so anyways congrats on that thank you yeah so would you though do you think take the same path like if you knew where you were going to be today not necessarily like in life but career-wise like would you go the same career path would you stay in the same industry but do a different position um and also like even if you wouldn't, like, what would you, like, would you do anything different to get to the same place that would make it easier? You know? Yeah. Great Just question. Just kind of, like, all of that. That is a around. fantastic yeah. question. I'm going to say something very controversial. Okay. So let me fence my answer, which is my favorite thing Ooh, to do. I'm You've nervous. known me for, like, a decade at this <laughs> okay. point. I always fence my answers. I, this industry is fascinating. Yeah. And very cool. Yeah. So when I give you my answer, it is not a reflection on this job. It's not a reflection on anyone I work with. No, 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 no. Of course not. I would do everything completely differently. Oh, okay. Um, Why? Great question. So this is my biggest piece of advice I give anybody. I spent a large portion of my life, because of where I came from, doing what everyone else wanted me to do. Mm. Which I think is such, like, a Gen Z staple right now. It absolutely is. We are kind of finally in this space where we can, you know, be out of the echo chamber of our families, for better or worse. I think some of it is worse, and I think some of it's amazing. Right. Because there's this huge marketplace of ideas that we've never been in before. And I think that it can be disastrous for the family unit, but it can also be really beautiful for individuals. Hmm. So you've got a trade-off there. Right. But I spent a lot of my life 
doing specifically really what my dad wanted me to do. And we don't speak anymore. Okay. For a lot of reasons. But when I kind of cut that relationship out of my life, very sadly, I realized I was a communication major because it was safe. I did a lot of the things I did in life because they were safe. Right. Like made like a lot of safe choices. I made a lot of safe choices. And what would have been the better choice, I think for me, knowing where I am and knowing what I do about kind of calling and career and, and industry or whatever, I'm going to say a lot of buzzwords that don't matter. What I know about, what I know about that now is that I, I would have told myself to have a much more restful life, Hmm. a much simpler life and not worried so much about making money. Yeah. Money's no. really important. Money's great. You should have it. Like it's Paying the bills like is it's good. It's definitely a tool, but we don't want it to become like no. anything that's really ruling our life. Yeah, absolutely. I would have been a upper educa- – I would have been a high school education okay. major. Yeah. I would have absolutely been a high school ed major. Which, like, I mean, Sydney, like, you're – I mean, it's Gen Z. You're We're still young. so young. You can yes. still so do that. Oh, yeah. for sure. Which I know um, you know. Right. Yeah. So specifically, I think I would have, if I could tell myself at 16, I think about this a lot. Like if okay. I could talk to me at 16, what would I tell her? Right. And what secrets would I spoil? And what secrets <laughs> wouldn't I spoil? And there's a couple of things I'd be like, right. you're friends with this person still. Or like, or like this. your yeah. parents did this thing. Or like you, d- you went or on tour you with you a band or whatever. Yeah. You know, I would spoil some stuff. There's some stuff I wouldn't because I think that me at 16 was really dumb mm. and wouldn't make the choices that brought me here. Right. So we can say all day, like, I'd change everything. I wouldn't. But there is one decision I really would potentially change. But I feel like we can always also just, like, we could always what if yeah. everything. Oh, we but totally like, like, could. You know, and but, I think yeah. we work in a world where we watch a lot of people online living our dreams. Mm. Social media is a disaster. Yeah. And you've heard everyone say it's a highlight reel, so I'm not going to tell you that. Because some people don't use it as a highlight reel. They use it to film their entire lives. Yep. But it is the thing that erodes your confidence. Like, there can be, like, a lot of, like, it creates so many cool things, but there's also, like, so much toxicity in it. Oh, yeah. There's absolutely a dark side to everything in the world. And we all know that. But it's, like, we're addicted to it. it's, It's not even... It's not even an addiction. I would hesitate to call it an addiction. It is so integral to our lives that there is no way to get out of it. Mm. Like it is, yeah. It is your digital footprint. Like unless matters you're more like, than your LinkedIn. Yep. It matters more than your resume. It matters more than your cover letter, because if a employer sees that you have no digital footprint, now that's sketchy. Like why? Yeah. But also, if your digital footprint is not clean and kind and considerate they're also going to see that as a red flag yeah everything you do is judged now which was not the question you asked me i'm going on a no huge no this tangent, is totally but. true because i was actually having a conversation with someone about yeah. this just like the other day too and just like um just sorry i like totally lost my train of thought but, <laughs> but like just like uh, talking about like this and how we she works like in a university which like a lot of gen z students are like starting to come mm-hmm. in like their first year of college like freshman year which is super exciting but just yeah. that like the levels of students having um depression like mm-hmm. clinical depression like diagnosed or like clinical anxiety um yeah is just like i think i can't remember the exact number so don't it's qu- skyrocketed yeah don't quote me on this but it was like something crazy like 80%. I think that's actually the correct statistic. It, yeah. ADHD is yeah. the 
number one, like, overdiagnosed, um, I don't even want to say mental illness, but... No, yeah, no, you I know, know what you mean, though, yeah. Disability Dis- at this point. Yeah. Um, of, I think, of our generation. Yeah. Everyone has ADHD. There are people that have it, and there are people that have... There are people that have it, and there are people, I think, that chronically need to be online because of anxiety, because of depression. It comes out as this, like, ADD personality. You know, like, when we saw, like, child stars growing up, kind yeah. of, it's, like, it's almost like in, a, like, a um, micro kind of way. Yeah. Gen Z, like us even, like, are having these experiences where all of a sudden we're kind of experiencing the same thing they did like on a, yeah. like a micro playing field because like obviously we don't have like or most of us some of us do but like don't most have of us celebrity don't, yeah don't have like millions of followers but like we might have like five thousand yeah. ten thousand fifteen you know 20 like that's normal these days yeah. to have that many and like to have that many people watching your life and able to yeah. comment on it like on a small scale that's what like these child stars who had like so many problems with like depression yeah. anxiety like went through they have a following. I yeah. average on like a good video on TikTok. Right. Probably 35K views right now, which is a, a number that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. And then I went to a stadium for a football game. That's insane. It is very disturbing to realize that's about, that is about the number of people, people that, are watching. that have watched that one video of mine. That's, that's not even followers I have. I even thought about that. Yeah. Ne- yeah. Next time you have something, to your listeners, next time you have something blow up like that, like, think about go to a space. Reality. Go to a space where it's that many people. So I work with a lot of basketball influencers. Right. That's our, our main Which is so subset. cool. Yeah. Very cool. Very they cool. are such cool people. Yeah. Uh, I wish I could go viral for golf i was i was on my high school golf team ladies and gentlemen right. if you needed to know anything else about me there it is there you go golf team there you i go. was on the golf team um i was i, I love the golf team but right. if i could have gone viral for that would have loved it right would have loved it but then that would have been my whole personality mm. i would have been golf girl so now i'm kind of like silly boy crazy girl and i want to be off that side of the internet but these kids i work with are, are the basketball girls and they love it, but what happens when you want to get out of that? Right. Like, how do you do that? Like, right. We like create, you're stuck. Right. We like dig ourselves into a box essentially, and then we're like, it inhibits growth yeah. as people. That is so yeah. interesting. Like this social media, which can so expand our horizon, also so it boxes closes us in. It. Yeah, it absolutely boxes us in. It's just like yeah. so many like, and you can get so much hate for changing. Mm-hmm. The second you change, you face turning your comments off, privating your videos, you know, feeling like you let hundreds of thousands of people down. Yeah, and that is a lot of pressure. Like you're saying, like child stars growing up, it's that same weird pressure. Right. So, so yeah. So like taking that, like, and going forward with that, just like. Because, I mean, like, in our world, like, I mean, like we were saying, like, social media is so, so prevalent. And I, I mean, I don't foresee yeah. it being less prevalent. No. No. It's, if anything, it's, it's going to take gonna over our lives. More. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, meta. Facebook just did meta. Exactly. Like, we're moving into Web3 and, like, the mm-hmm. metaverse and, like, all those kind of things. But, like, it's just going to become bigger and bigger, um, which, like, whether or, like, whether or not that's good, it's going to become bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. But, like, how... Have you given any thought or, like, what do you think? Like, what are the ways that then Gen Z and, like, us, like, we can move forward in navigating this world in the healthiest way possible? Like, what – is there a way to do that? Like, what does that look like 
I mean, I don't even know. Like, it's yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. Do you have any Great insights question. about that? Yeah, amazing <laughs> that's, question. That's a huge question. But you know, I know that's something that probably your listeners are going to be wrestling with. Yeah, because we are all wrestling with this question of what does life look like moving forward. And it's so hard because we love it, but we, we like, oh we're, I, yeah, like even we're I, like, I love social media, but I also am like, I can see that it makes me feel like a lot, like not always, yeah, but like a lot of the time I'm like, oh, I don't really want to be doing this or right. like I don't you know like yeah anyways so yeah. Will Friedel from Boy Meets World he's, okay. a, he's a fantastic actor I would love to take his approach to social media mm. if you go listen to any podcast he does he talks about how you can't find him on social media mm. because he gave up his phone he has like a Nokia block phone like it's 2002 Dang. and he's not on social media he tells everybody if you want to cure your anxiety journal um, meditate and get rid of social media. And so we can't do that. So how, I don't know how we right. move forward. Um, it's so difficult because like, it's I mean, really like, hard. I think it's so, I mean, obviously like that's an answer. Yeah. Like, I would love to take the, the give up and quit approach. I would love to take the like, like I'm done with this. this just affects me and I'm done. But l- like you were saying, it's yeah. so ingrained in like our career and right. society and lives that of course, unless you want to, unless you're like hugely famous yeah. and have your like career set set for you like you there's kind of no way to get off of it so I think too there's a part of me there's a large part of me I you know mentor a lot of middle school students if I want to be a high school teacher there's a large part of us that needs to be aware of what's happening on TikTok on Instagram some of us are going to have kids someday we're going to need to know what they're doing right because we can't just avoid the problem. So I think instead of avoiding the problem, A, if you're creating content, you know, put out light into the world. It's so easy to be negative. Yeah. No, it's that's so a good easy point. to be negative. You yeah. know, if you're going to be on it and you're going to choose to put out content. Like it, we need to be good people. We have to be good people. And that yeah. doesn't mean posting a highlight reel and only posting the good no, things. No, but it means like... Putting loving positivity, loving like people, creating community, not and like, you know being a troll in the comment section of people's social media. You know, not cyberbullying yeah. because I know some of us are probably and perpetrators. Think, yes, and I don't think cyberbullying has like so expanded that yeah. we don't even like we don't that's, recognize that's it. It's a hate term. comment. Yeah, which is like. Yeah, but they made whole movies about it. But now it's like, what's like? I don't think we even talk about it anymore. No, we just talk about getting hate comments, yeah. which help your algorithm, which is not which good. Is, oh, I know. It's They're, disgusting. It's disgusting. So but. you know, I think it's a put light into the world. I think it's b, you know, yeah. work on yourself. I'm a. I almost wore my therapy is cool T-shirt today. <sighs> love a good therapy. We love therapy. Yeah. Go to counseling. You know, work on yourself. Go to counseling before you're having a crisis. Yes. That's my like biggest piece of advice before. for living in a Absolutely. social media world. Go take care of yourself like, before honestly, it's a problem. This is a hot take. And this is like not having thought through like all the implications yeah. of this. So like I'm sure there are reasons why this wouldn't be good. I'm sure. So don't again, come for don't us. Don't come for us. But I'm like, I just feel like therapy should be mandated for everyone. I'm like... Right now in the world, it doesn't matter who you are or, like, how healthy of a family you've come from, you have trauma and issues. And I just am, like, even if they're, like, minuscule, I'm, like, I think just, like, in high school and, like, beyond, like, everyone should just go to a weekly therapy appointment. Yeah. You know? And I'm, like, 
we need to yeah. we need to make it affordable. I wish more people yeah, would take insurance. Yeah. And I'm like, but like, like you know, a pipe course, dream. Like that's pipe one of those dreams. Pi- yeah, big would dreams love. is that everyone should be in yeah. therapy. I think yeah. you should at least do it once in your life, even if it's just finding a mentor. Yes. Like, oh it's gosh. not even formal counseling. No, Find someone who can speak into your life. life. Yeah. So I think, yeah, spread light into the world. Go to some form of counseling, whether yes. that's a mentor, whether it's a spiritual advisor, whether it's a formal therapist, whether it's whatever. Like whatever your version of counseling is. Wise yeah. counsel. Wise counsel Wise. is so yes. important. And that's why it's called counseling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's this isn't Crazy. a new idea no, at no. all. You know, yeah. if you're religious at all, that every religion talks about seeking wise counsel. Yeah. You know, we're all into that exactly. if you if, if you've found God. But or like any other like religion as well. Like yeah, yeah like you know, whatever, yeah. Whatever, you know, whatever your version of that is. Um we talk about wise counsel. So I think it's it's you right. know just being and then being careful. It's just being really careful about what you consume. Mm. If you don't like what you're seeing on your feed, unfollow people. They're not going to notice. And if they do, that's a them problem. The amount of people I have unfollowed because I just don't like seeing what they're posting, none of them have DM'd me. None of them care. It's fine. I've had friends tell me, oh, did you see my Instagram post? I'm like, I don't follow you on social media anymore. They're like, oh. And then that's it. Yeah. And they're like, oh, look, this is what I posted. No one cares. No one cares, and if they do care, that means their life is wrapped up on the internet and not real life, and that is a them problem. Exactly. That they should be solving on their own. So, you know, be a cautious and careful consumer. Mm -hmm. We talk about that in the fashion industry and in, like, you know, capitalism at large, but we don't talk about it in the things we're seeing. Um, You have to to be careful about what you see. Yep. Um, So those are my three big pieces of advice as we move forward in a social media world. Um. And they all entail taking care of yourself no. and then taking care of others. You have to put your mask on first. Yeah. You have to put your mask on first in a plane. You got to take care of you first before you take care of anyone else. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. I was like, mask on first. <laughs> what does she mean? Yeah. No, in a COVID it. world, I... <laughs> that is not as effective of a piece of advice as it used to be in 2004. No, no, no I, I understand what you're meaning though. Yeah. Um, Just because it's in a sleeping at last song, Sydney, doesn't mean everyone else knows. Use that for soundbite. <laughs> no, that is great. Yeah. Like, what are your takes on career or community? One of my really good friends in high school did a very similar thing where every okay. Tuesday he hung out at the bowling alley. Oh. And he bowled whether you showed up or not. Oh, yeah. So it was really cool to be able to know, you know, I'm bored on a Tuesday night. Like there's always somewhere I can go. I can go bowling with Cody. Yeah. And we've been best friends since yeah. for like 15 years now. Exactly. And that's like such like a yeah. big thing on him as well. Like I had when I was in mm-hmm. university someone, my RD actually, who yeah. I was really close with. Um, but she told me, which I've always like kind of gone off this like from like mm-hmm. here on out. But like. It's not awkward unless you yeah. make it awkward. Yeah. And, like, to be bold enough to go first. Because, yep. like, sometimes you just ha- – like like you were saying, like, with your friend Cody, like, you just have to say, hey, I'm doing this event. You're Show invited. Up. Yeah. And, and like, like, just be okay with it maybe yeah. failing and no one showing up. Yeah. I think it's always helpful if it's something like – Hey, I'm going to go do this thing. Mm-hmm. You, no pressure. You do not have you to come. You don't have but to come. I would love you to be there. I'll be there. Yeah. 
And if it's something you enjoy, like I do this a lot where I'll I'll put on my Instagram story, right. my close friend story now because some of our love clients follow me. We story. love a close friend story. <laughs> uh, I don't know if any of you are like me, but I do use it as my collective group chat that no oh. one has to see each oh, other's absolutely. responses to. Because who likes a group chat these days? No. But I do love a close friend story. I know. It's like chaos. people stop chaos. me up on my story. I'm like, are you... Are you alive? Are yeah, you okay? Like, was I not you... funny today? <laughs> exactly. I'm like, are you saying I'm not funny? Do you want to be removed? <laughs> I'm like, it is a privilege to be here. I think you posted that the other day. And I was <laughs> I like, I probably did. Thank God I still have the privilege. <laughs> no, no, no. You would never lose it. <laughs> Thank God. Um, but, you know, I, I put on my story a lot. I'll be like, hey, I'm going Enoing in the park. Oh. Show up. Yeah. But I'm going to go and read and take a nap. So yeah, if you like, show up or not, you. I don't care. Yeah. But I think it relieves a lot of pressure, especially in this world we're in. Both where both yeah, yeah. For, you know, you're going and you want to do the thing. Like, yeah. you want to go to a museum? Go to a museum. You want to go to the movies by yourself? Which I refuse to do still, but I know is you fun. Have to, I do I it have all the time. To do it. I love it. That's it's the, on my list that's this year. The other big thing is like Gen Z. Like it's not yeah. awkward to do things by no. yourself. Like we are all non-committal people. We I have are. found we, we are. are a generation of, of flakes. Very non-committal, and we have this like anxiety mental barrier yeah. to do anything. Like it's so much effort to just it's like so go much somewhere. Effort. And sometimes you just have to turn your mind off, yep. and you have to make your feet walk, and you have to not think about it. And then you can be anxious when you get there. But, which, that's awful <laughs> that advice. That's fantastic advice. Are you kidding me? Just, it only, you only have to do that, like, once or twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then afterwards, you're like, Don't oh. put yourself in unsafe situations. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. Just, like, when, I mean, like, in a museum. <laughs> like, if you're going Who to knows, a museum. Who knows? Maybe that is unsafe. Yeah. True. Yeah, anyway. yeah. But usually. Depends on what country you're in, I think. Usually, you only have to go through it, like, once or yeah. twice. And then after that. You are yeah. like, you're like, oh, I'm not going to die. Right. Or like, oh, this isn't actually as awful. Yeah. And then you can do things by I yourself. think if you're wanting to build friendships and build community in this world and as a person, if you're lonely, you have to get okay with being by yourself. Mm-hmm. Because if you're your own best friend, suddenly other people are kind of like, it's like, ah, you know, I could hang out with you, but I kind of want to not post on my Instagram story of going enoing. Ugh. I want to go by myself. It's very interesting when you start to like yourself. It is. I've. It's a. It's a new thing for me. Yeah. But I think that's the best way to do it is to have this open door policy as a human that says, "Hey, every other Sunday night, our apartment door is going to be unlocked I love from that. six like to ten p.m. Show up." Open door thing. I love that. Yeah. That's a great idea. Actually. We'll have snacks. We'll have wine. We'll have a good time. And like whether or not yeah. anyone shows up, like. Yeah. You if have it a good had just time. been the three of us last night, one of our friends showed up early. And we sang show tunes for like 20 minutes while we waited to see if people were going to show up. Yeah, a dream. It was great. We were sharing show tunes with each other and jazz music. And it was great. If it had just been the three of us drinking wine and listening to show tunes on my silly little record player, it would have been a great night. And we still had a great night. Um, That's, I think, the best way to do it now. Or join a kickball league. (laughs) <laughs> this is my new thing. I need everyone to know. I hate join, kickball. I know. But... So do I. But join a kickball league. Okay. A, it's where the cute boys We're... hang out. B, Google it. If you just Google like, there are, kickball like, league. actual kickball leagues. Yeah, like, it's like how our parents did softball league. I don't know if your parents did no, this. My mom did. But, okay. uh, my mom, when she moved to Louisville, this is actually great advice. When she moved to Louisville, she took a painting class at a community college at night to yeah. make friends. Oh. And See, she joined like a putting, softball it's league. Putting yourself out there, and yeah. Like, this yeah. Was, and this was before the the days of Bumble BFF and sliding into right. people's Instagram DMs. But she joined a softball league, oh. and one of her best friends that she's 
still friends with she gave a black eye to <laughs> at softball. I'm that's pretty like, sure that's that, that story. A, that's I'm like sure a, she'll comment on this and be like, that's not how that happened. No, that's like, like cool. a great origin but story, though. Yeah, I'm pretty they sure should if, own it. They if I lied about that or- origin story, Lisa, I'm sorry. You know what? Yeah. It's the truth. It's the truth until it's not. It's the truth until it's, – it's comedy. It's comedy. Um, <laughs> but – you know, join things in your city, do stuff, open door policy. You know, there's a lot of ways that you can keep yourself open to people who are lonely and do want somewhere to show up and do want somewhere to feel welcome. Um, I keep telling, and if you're introverted, this sometimes doesn't work, right? It's like, oh, it scares me. But then find someone who has an open door policy. I think that's so important. And yeah, like, really just like going, like, I know you mentioned like, I mean, different, but, like, kickball leagues or, like, softball yeah. leagues, or, you know, like, all that kind and of And if you're not sporty, go join a book club. Yeah. Google. No, Google is so helpful. Book clubs in my area. Yeah. It's you super know. easy. Yeah. Any of that kind of stuff. The internet's a great place exactly. for things like this. Yeah. But, like, do you have anything, like, you particular in your life right now that you're, like, really interested in? Like, I don't know, like, or that you're really enjoying that's kind of new lately? Like, I mean, it could be, like, a painting class, or do you have any, yeah. like, new bands you want to, like, tell people about, or, like, a new book series you've been reading, or, like, what's your, like, recent obsession, kind of? I'll plug all of my friends uh, okay. really quick. I, um, But, first of all, I, I've said this for three years, okay. so no one quote me on it. Okay. Next year, I'm putting out an album. It's been next year since, like, 2019. Well, you'll get so, there. So, you know, next year I'm putting out an album. I have always loved songwriting. It's my mom, when I was 13, mm-hmm. I, she finally let me get a guitar. Oh, okay. And she realized it was, you know, she kind of gave it to me as a Christmas gift and said, this is so that you are never alone. Oh, You'll always okay. have a friend. Because you can play guitar yeah. by yourself. Like, your guitar will always be your friend. It will always be with you. Right. It's not a piano because you can't really take a piano with you. No, your guitar you can, can always, always come with you. Right. And if it's you and this guitar for the rest of your life, you'll still have some creative outlet. You'll be able to busk. You can make friends if you busk. Like, you can, you will always have a friend if you have a guitar. It's very sweet of her. She gave me a lot. Of, it was a great creative outlet. Uh, and I just started writing songs. Right when I got it, I learned how to play, like, nine chords and started writing songs. And I've slowly started just really loving it. Um, I am so glad so. you were here, Sydney. Like, this ah, is amazing. Thank you. Yeah, before you head out, do you, I know I think you said it earlier, but, like, what are, like, any of, like, what are your Instagram or, like, TikTok so, handles if you want people to, like, TikTok handle in contact with you? Yeah. yeah. Um, no, if you want to get, if you want to follow me um, anywhere, I don't post about any of these things that I just talked about. Um, but I, my TikTok is at that squidney. My Instagram is at that squidney. My everything is at that squidney. If you have that, you can probably find my social security number. Um, (laughs) Don't please don't 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 find that. Don't look for that. Don't uh, don't steal my identity. I don't need that headache right now. Happy being who we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, well, (laughs) well, authenticity, right? We're working. We're working on it. Yeah. (laughs) This is just gonna spiral into. I'm. uh, I don't know how to say goodbye to people. Don't worry. We're working on it. We'll just cut this off abruptly. It'll just end. No, that's great. Yeah, that's the best way to find me. you know, I love DMs from, Perfect. you know, I love to talk about social media. Yes. Yeah, so if you're creepy, I won't answer it. So Perfect. You are open to hearing from people. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's so great. Well, thank you so much, Sydney, for being on this podcast. It was really, it was, I mean, a joy and a delight to have you. Thank I mean, you. I just am really excited for, like, our Gen Z audience just to hear yeah. from another Gen Z woman just and, like, also who has – 
either like walking that path alongside them yeah. or just like right before them. Um, it's really so great having you. Yeah. Yeah. Super fun. Super great. Yeah. Super fun. And as always, you can find us um, on all socials at Gen Z Girlies Podcast. We have an Instagram, a TikTok, and a Twitter. And if you want to get in contact with us, feel free to email us at um, genzgirliespodcast at gmail.com. Um, so we want to hear from you and we want to you to join our audience. And we are, of course, always looking for new guests to podcast, uh, new podcast guests to interview. <laughs> so if you are one of those people, please reach out. We would love to meet you and get to know a little bit about you. Um, but really, we are just... We want this community to be one that is just Gen Z people who are building their careers and lives that they love. Um, So again, thank you, Sydney, so much for being here. Oh, any day. Hope to be a repeat. Would love to keep talking about all the stuff that we've talked about. But I appreciate it. This was fun. This This, was so fun. This was super fun. All right. Well, this is Gen Z Girlies, um, Maddie Baldwin and Sydney Scheller signing off. Have a great day.